welcome to episode 5 of LFP, the Lee Forest podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about science. In this week's podcast, we are focusing on my favourite subject, science. The science curriculum at Lee Forest has been designed to nurture your curiosity, allow you to ask questions and develop the skills to answer these questions. During your time away from school, your teachers have been setting you lots of activities, including science. I've seen lots of pictures and videos on Facebook, Class Dojo, Google Classroom and Twitter of you completing these. So we thought it would be nice to highlight some other websites where you can continue to nurture this curiosity. I really like the 150 experiments to do at home on the physicseducation.com.au spelt F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S, particularly the shaving foam rain clouds experiment. This uses water, shaving foam and food colouring to show how rain forms. When you complete this simple yet fun experiment, you will see the water cycle in action and the journey that water takes from land to the sky and back again. There are tons of other experiments for you and your family to complete using the simple items from home. So why not try some of them out and send the pictures and videos to your teachers? Remember to ask for an adult's permission or help when attempting these experiments. And now it's time for Votes for Schools. Votes for School. Votes for School. This week's Votes for Schools topic is in fitting with the theme of the podcast. Could you be the first settler on Mars? In the lessons shared by your teachers, you'll be offered some escapism in several senses of the word. You'll be considering the possibility of moving to the red planet by discussing could you be the first settler on Mars? This should hopefully get you thinking about whether you would be able to leave the world you know behind in favour of starting afresh somewhere else in the solar system. So is the answer Yes, you could start a new life on Mars, or no, you couldn't. Next week, from the 18th to the 24th of May, marks Mental Health Awareness Week, which centres on the theme of sleep. Mrs Wood has compiled some top tips to improve your mental health and well-being to help you during these uncertain times. There are some simple things that you can do to look after your mental health, either by yourself or with other people. Here are some top tips. Number one, eat good food. It's good for your mood. Did you know that your mind is affected by what you eat? Try to eat healthy food and drink plenty of water to keep your body and brain feeling good. Number two, keep active. Scientists have discovered that exercise makes you feel good. For example, you could run, ride your bike, have a game of football or go on the trampoline, whatever you enjoy. Number three, Talk to others. Talk to other people about things that are bothering you and how you're feeling. Although it can be difficult at first, talking with a good friend, family member or a grown-up you trust can really help. Number four, believe in yourself. Make a list of things that you like about yourself. This could be about your personality, what kind of friend you are, the way you look or things that you can do. And if you find it hard to think of ideas, ask yourself... If someone close to me was writing this list about me, what would they say? Keep this list and look at it when you're finding it hard to believe in yourself. Number five, take time to chill out and relax. This could be having a bath, watching a funny film, drawing or going for a walk. For me, if I'm having a tough day, I like to sit in the sun and read a good book or walk my dog around the park. And finally, 
get plenty of sleep. Try to go to bed at a similar time each night and get up at a similar time each morning. Avoid playing computer games or going on your phone before bed. The light they make can keep your brain awake even after you've stopped playing. If you're finding it hard to look after your mental health and need some help, talk to a grown-up you trust. Or you could call Childline on 0800 1111. Now the part of the show where we bring you the article of the week. Article of the week. This week's article is Article 28, the right to education. This lesson explores the fact that primary education must be free and different forms of secondary education must be available to every child. It also touches on the discipline that schools must respect for children's dignity and their rights and that richer countries must help poorer countries to achieve it. On the video link in the work pack shared by your teachers, Jilly from UNICEF explains this further. More information and resources on this topic can be found on the UNICEF website www.unicef.org.uk or by searching for UNICEF Article of the Week on your web browser. This week we've added another new segment to the show, The Skills School. Here, with accompanying videos which can be found on Lee Forest TV, you will learn some amazing sporting skills and tricks. Skills, skills, skills. So as you know, exercise and getting outdoors is really good for your mental health. Why not watch the videos that my son Josh has put on and see if you can have a go at the challenges. Right, so the first challenge I've got for you is keep your uppies. So if you're a beginner, you've got to let the ball bounce on the ground and control it with your foot. If you've done this before, try and do as many as you can without letting the ball hit the ground. Let your teachers know how many keepy uppies you did and if your score improves over the week. The second challenge I've got for you is the speed dribbling challenge. Set yourself a time for two minutes and see how many times you can go in and out the cones and back. Okay, so the third and final challenge I've got for you is a little bit of fun and you've probably seen it before. It's called the crossbar challenge. Okay, so the aim of this challenge is to hit the crossbar with the football. Right, so if you haven't got a goal in your garden, then you can put any objects on the ground and you can try and hit that on the floor. Send videos of you completing these challenges into your teacher. Stay safe and have fun. We are now joined by Mrs Morsley, who despite recently giving birth to a healthy baby boy, will bring us another MFL Masterclass. MFL Masterclass. Hola a todos y bienvenido a Español con Señora Mosley. Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. I hope you're all staying at home and staying safe and looking after each other. Welcome to week three, Spanish with Mrs Mosley. Esta semana vamos a hablar sobre las asignaturas o las materias. So this week, our theme is going to be school subjects. And in Spanish, there's two different words that we can use. The first is las asignaturas. And the second is las materias. We're going to use las asignaturas, subjects. And we're going to start with a question. And the question is, ¿Cuál es tu asignatura favorita? So I want you to have a think, are there any words in that question that you can pick out, any cognates, anything that sounds similar in English? Listen again to the question. ¿Cuál es tu asignatura favorita? We'll give you a couple of seconds to see if you can work out what it means. So hopefully you'll recognise that asignatura is the word for subjects that we've just discussed. And most of you, I think, will probably have picked upon the word favorita, which means favourite. 
So we know we've got the words subjects and favorites. So the question is, qual es tu asignatura favorita? Which translates as, what is your favorite subject? So to begin with then, to answer that question, we need to know the names of some of the subjects that we study at school and how to translate them into Spanish. So listen carefully. The first subject I'm going to give you is el inglés. Have a think. What could that be? El inglés. If you're thinking English, you'd be correct. So, el inglés, English. Listen to the next one, see if you can guess what this one means. Las matemáticas. Las matemáticas. So, hopefully you'll have picked up on matemáticas. You can relate that to the word we use in English, mathematics. The next one, very similar again to English. La ciencia. La Ciencia, which means science. So you've got el inglés, English, las matemáticas, maths, la ciencia, science, la educación física. Have a think, what could that mean? La educación física. So again, hopefully now your ear should be adapted to hearing words that sound very similar in Spanish, which you can then translate back into English, so la educación física, physical education, so PE. And very similarly, we've got la educación religiosa. So have a think, what could that be? La educación religiosa. And hopefully you'll have picked up on the word educación, again, education. And religiosa sounds very similar, religion, so religious education or RE. So there are two ways then that we can answer the question, which was, qual es tu asignatura favorita? What is your favourite subject? You could just simply say, I like. Do you remember from last week, we looked at how to say, I like different types of fruits. So we use me gusta for singular nouns or me gustan for plural nouns. So we've got el inglés, me gusta el inglés, I like English. Me gusta la ciencia. Me gusta la educación física. Me gusta la educación religiosa. But if you want to say that you like maths or maths is the best subject for you, you need to use the plural. Me gustan las matemáticas. So have a go then. What is your favorite subject? ¿Cuál es tu asignatura favorita? Mi, mi asignatura favorita es el inglés. My favorite subject is English. So hopefully you've learnt some new Spanish this week. Have a go at home with a relative. See if you can ask them what their favourite subject is and see if you could tell them what your favourite subject is. If you want to take it one step further, you could also say which subjects you don't like. Can I remember how to say that? So we know that we use me gusta, I like. No me gusta, I don't like. So you could also say what your least favourite subject is, which one you don't like. As always, keep sending your work in via Dojo to your class teachers. Perhaps if you would like, you could do a timetable for your subjects at school for the week that you used to do in class. You can use the online bilingual dictionaries to get other subjects if you wanted to put things like art and history specifically. Design a timetable, take a photograph, send it in. It would be great to see your work. Okay, take care everyone. Speak soon. Hasta pronto. Now it's the part of the show where we find our fun fact of the day. 
again, we want you to get involved at home by sending us your fun facts. We'll then choose the best one and use it on the next episode. Fact of the day. This week's amazing fact is also a scientific one. Did you know that during the summer, the Eiffel Tower can be as much as 15 centimetres taller due to the metal expanding? Remember, we want you to get involved at home too. So send in your amazing facts through Google Classroom, Class Dojo, or even the comments section too. Now it's time for the last segment of the show, the Social Media Minute. Social Media Minute. Social Media Minute. Right, now we're going to have a look at some of the great things that have been happening online. So we're talking about things like Twitter and Facebook. And Miss McLaughlin's going to give you the rundown of those. This week, you may have noticed that your virtual classrooms look a little bit different. And you may have already started exploring the virtual classroom that your teachers have put on, with all of the links for your home learning all in one place. And this amazing idea has come from Thomas Blakemore on Twitter. He has a tutorial for how to make the virtual classroom. So why not have a go at making your own? Next week on May the 20th, it is also Thank a Teacher Day. So why not thank your teacher by sending them a card or even using the thank you wall on the Lee Forest website where you can leave your teacher or teaching assistant a lovely message. That's it for this week's episode. We hope that you really enjoyed it and continue to pass on the pod to your friends and family to get as many people listening as possible. Make sure that you join us for the next one where we'll be discussing and answering questions about the role of the head teacher. Mm-hmm.